Akram Khan joins us now. Hi there, very good to have you with us today. Thanks so much. Now, um, this play is a Rudyard Kipling adaptation as we've just mentioned. You were just 10 years old when you played the role of Mowgli in the Jungle Book. Tell us how much did this influence you to choose this play? Uh, it had a huge influence because, you know, I, um, when I was growing up uh, in the 80s, late 70s, early 80s, um, and then into the 90s, um, to, to have a brown boy or character be part of an animation was uh, unheard of. So when I saw Jungle Book and I, I, I felt I could relate to Mowgli, and so playing Mowgli myself in this wonderful Indian classical dance production um, had a huge effect on me. And it gave me a, a, kind of a sense of um, adventure, a sense of uh, um, connection to the rest of the world in a way. And so, yeah, I, 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 it's always stayed close to me. And so, so I felt I wanted to relook at the work again, um, but as an adult, but also I wanted to relook at the work through my daughter's eyes, um, who's nine years old. Very interesting. I want to talk about, of course, the climate change angle uh, and why you did that. But before that, I mean, Jungle Book, of course, is a much loved story, but it's a very classic way of reading uh, it is that as an um, allegory for the position of the white colonialist born and raised in India, this is, you know, the way a lot of academics uh, have looked at the story uh, saying that it contributes to um, an idea of Englishness as a, as a position of power. Did you take this kind of uh, reading into consideration was, or did you just want to uh, move it beyond this point? No, I think every choice I make, um, I, I try to take it um, uh, um, through the lens <laughs> of someone else through the lens of the other. And so in a sense, I was very aware, my team were very aware of the connotations. The viewpoint was through Rudyard Kipling, who was a lover of empire. Um, and in many ways, you know, apart from him being, yes, a wonderful writer, he was also a racist. Um, uh, uh, and so I, 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 wanted to, I wanted to retake, reclaim this story that we all fell in love with, but to see it through the viewpoint of a Southeast Asian girl, particularly because of my daughter, um, who's nine now, and she said, Papa, you know, I want Mowgli to be a girl. Why does Mowgli have to be a boy? Um, so not just from another person's perspective, from a different culture, I wanted to also see it through my daughter's eyes. And you wanted to reclaim the story, you said. Reclaim it for whom exactly? How would you put that? Um, for the new generation, for the young generation, um, but also for uh, the older generation, because climate change is not sudden. Huh? It, it, it didn't come today. We're talking about it now, but it's been there for ages. Um, pygmy tribes, Amazonian tribes have been talking about it for years, that we are disconnected. Our modern world is disconnected from nature. Yet we are crying about it now because the waters at a, are at our doorstep. So in a sense, my children, our children have inherited a problem that has been growing and growing um, into a sense of catastrophe, really, um, with my parents' generation. So in a way, I wanted to take a known story, see it through the eyes of someone else, um, and also 
um, the context is within the issues that we are dealing with right now, which is climate change. And do you feel and responsible, be, sorry, sorry to cut you off there, but do you feel responsible as an artist to bring to the forefront these issues that you find important to, to, to tackle? I do, but I think it's important to say I'm not a politician, you know, and it's unfair if, if any artist has to feel that they have to take the responsibility um, of politicians. I wanted to make a work for my daughter's generation. I wanted to say things that mean a lot to me, and it means a lot to me because it means a lot to my daughter. Um, it should have meant a lot to me without my daughter, but somehow my daughter has brought the awareness out of me. Uh, unfortunately, I, it should have happened in, you know, by myself. Anyway, that's another story. But you know, politicians have the power to change policies. And I think we have to question always, um, who are the politicians? Whose viewpoint do they see the world through? And um, I felt, well, as an artist, of course, it's it means a lot to me because it means a lot to my daughter. Um, but at the same time, I feel I'm also not that, you know, I don't have that kind of power to change policies. But a lot of people claim that art has the power to change things. Therefore, we see a lot of, you know, the rise of politics, so to say, especially in contemporary art these days, but in arts and culture as seen in general. How do you draw that line? Because you, um, given your background, you're seen as almost like a, you know, a figure for social change, I'd like to say. I don't know if you'd agree with that, but how do you draw that line between being political but also not being a politician as an artist? Yeah, I mean, politicians, um, the difference between artists and politicians is politi politicians talk. That's it. They talk. Mm -hmm. um, uh, artists act upon it. But I would say activists act upon it even more. So um, I can't claim being uh, ever being someone who's making change. I can I can I can create I can put up a mirror to the audience and say, this is how I feel about the world that we're living in. Look at it. It's a mirror of us in this world. That's what I can do. But it's the people on the street, on the ground, who are doing the real work. So for me, um, uh, I, I would feel an imposter if I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm the one that's leading. Uh, I'm the head figure of something, of, an, you know, of, of speaking out. I'm doing it through my form, through the art form that I know. I'm doing it, you know, in theatres. Um, but it's the ones who are taking action on the street, who are standing there protesting, fighting for what they believe to be right. And, and so they are more the, you know, the, the, the kind of ones who are leading it. I'm just responding to how I feel about the world today. Um, yeah. Okay, well, we don't have much time left, uh, but I want to come back to the Jungle Book in particular. How do you hope the audience to leave the venue? I mean, what kind of a feeling are you hoping to evoke in the audience? Or in other words, is there a message you'd like to send with this play? Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, um, words come later in my... In, uh, sorry, my work is very text-heavy, particularly this work, but... I don't want people to think, I want people to feel. Um, I don't care what they feel, so long as they feel something. Um, it's important that uh, I, I, I try and, um, it's very hard to make people feel in art, uh, anyway, generally, um, because we're so 
diluted, but also we're, we're exposed to so much kind of extremities in terms through news, through uh, television, through film, through, you know. Um, so for me, when you can move somebody um, through somebody, through a storytelling on stage, uh, it, it, it kind of awakens the five senses. And that's what I want to do. I want to awaken the five senses. I want them to think later, you know, five days later or two weeks later. But I want them to feel something first because we've lost our connection to nature, but we've also lost our connection to our instincts. And artists respond and react to instincts. Lovely. Unfortunately, this is all the time we have, but it was very good talking to you. Akram Khan, thanks so much for taking the time to join us today.